Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we talk about the CW's hit show, Supergirl. I'm Frank, and my good friend Tim is on assignment. I'm Tim. Oh, wait. You're, you're, you're on assignment? I'm, I'm back from assignment. Oh. We got to do something about my kids? <laughs> Thank you for getting the reference. I really appreciate that. I know, I know you did, Frank. I know you did, but I just came back from assignment. <laughs> I want to welcome a uh, friend of the show, Derek Russell, and uh, uh, thank you so much for, for filling in this week, man. Thank you for having me. You uh, you have done well, sir. You, this, is, well, uh, this is a great podcast. Thank you. Uh, not, not this episode, but all the other ones. <laughs> this one, not so much. You two people listening, just go ahead and skip this one. But all the other ones up to this point have been excellent. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Derek, yeah. Derek uh, is uh, the host of... Uh, a multitude of podcasts uh, going going all the way back to the Smallville days with Starkville House of L and, and still today with Starkville House of L Supergirl uh, with Starkville Labs uh, talking about the Flash uh, uh, going old school with uh, with Starkville House of L and, and going with uh, old, old episodes of Smallville right mm-hmm. uh, and of course round three I, I've, I've lost track of all the stuff you, you're doing nowadays we, 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 I, I use the term plethora plethora it is plethora huh? Because it's it's very much uh, it's kind of a pinata. If you hit me, I'll give mm. you things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's also yeah. abuse, and please don't do that. Yeah, please don't. That's not nice. But you know, if you hit him, a podcast will come out. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, we're ve- ah the college days, <laughs> the good old days. Uh, very very excited to have you uh, on the show this week, buddy. Uh, I, I'm honored to be uh, welcomed. I'm honored to be asked that's it i'm honored to be asked to be here just an honor to be nominated really it's uh, really that's true and then uh, oh actually it was moonlight you you actually mm, wanted steve Austin oh, here. Oh. <laughs> well you're stuck with la la land <laughs> couldn't get one southerner so one with another one yeah uh, that'll happen we, we all come to- <laughs> it's actually plural we all come together you don't uh, just give up you're, you're stuck with all of us well that was my mistake yeah so so i think uh so we've got a lot to talk about this week and i i I, 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 it was a huge episode it was a huge episode and uh i i want to make sure we i want to make sure we spend a a good amount of time getting into it uh this was a very dense tim and i've been saying all season derek how like it's it's been a much denser all the episodes seem a lot denser this this season than than last year where last year it was sort of like a plot, B plot, couple, you know, like like things move well, forward and and you're done. The stakes have been higher, yeah. This season, um, and 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 that's uh, that's losing that that CBS money. That's what that gets you. Mm, that's true. That'll happen. You don't, you don't get to sprinkle it around as much. You got to you, you got to be more focused with it over on the CW. You got to know where to where to plant your chips. Exactly. You know, it's like a you got to you got to deploy them tactically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's that's. Uh, I feel like that that's carried through in this episode. So there's there's a whole bunch going on. So like we start with the whole alien, uh, you know, rounding up thing where they they get that family out of their like minivan, uh, and and thank God they pulled that dad out of there. <laughs> he was, I mean, singing the Bruno I mean, Mars briefly. I was rooting for Cadmus, mm. 
And I hmm. think the little girl was too. Then she ended up being an alien. But I you know, so. for a moment there, we were all just like, "Yeah, he might as well die." <laughs> I got some tape here to fix those lights. Yeah. It's like, what a friendly, see how friendly people are when you, oh my God, he's going to kill me. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. And then we go right to the DEO where, where they're, you know, they're kind of figuring out what's going on and Carr comes up with this great idea of, okay, uh, I'll just, uh, I'll just write an article about it and Snapper will put it on the front page and it'll all be fine and it'll be great. And, uh, cause I Look, can just do that. No, no. That's not how journalism works. Okay, so so I, I I'm glad to have you on to talk about this in particular, um, given given your uh, your penchant for uh, for journalism. Um, I'm a newspaper reporter. That's not a joke. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm also actually a newspaper reporter because of Clark Kent. That you are an ink stained wretch. I, I I am an ink stained wretch. Yes, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. news first yep. and foremost. Yep. Uh, but I grew up what being. Pardon the phrase, in love with Clark Kent. I, sure. And I, you know, as much as I love Superman, I love Clark Kent. And I grew up watching the old 50s uh, Adventures of Superman. And I've yeah. been, you know, the bullpen of the Daily Planet. And that just is ingrained in me. And then I always wanted to be a, a writer and a reporter. And here I am. Yeah. But yes, I, I do work for a newspaper. And uh, you you can't do that, uh, Car. You just. just- she just walks in with like this. Oh, we're going to do the story on this and, and uh, you're going to put it on the front page. Right. And he's like, do you have a source? And she's like, Supergirl. And he's like, do you have a source who's not Supergirl? Well, and there's problem number one of journalistic integrity. Your source cannot be Supergirl when you're <laughs> Supergirl. <laughs> that's well, wrong. Like, that is so s- to explain to you why that's wrong. Like, I know you know this stuff firsthand and that's fine, but you can't interview yourself. Right. That's just wrong. Has, um, has Clark Clark's done that at some point over the years, though? Well, you That's know, the thing. Occasionally, he would one up Lois just yeah. to uh, you know, but usually Lois gets the Superman interviews. That's and, true. And That's Clark true. understands that, and the and, and problem two here, um, because of how much I love Kara is and respect Kara, and I love Snapper. Don't get me wrong. These lessons I I feel should have come from another a, a fellow female mm. as much as I, but you've got lois lane who god knows if we'll ever see at this point god knows they treated her badly enough in season one with the snyder yeah. mark made to her uh from fellow females including her sister and that's right yeah um and who's, who where, where did she go we lost her in this in the shuffle in, in the cbs and shuffle she, she she's part of that cbs money she's stuck in ncis she's still in la yeah she's still in that cave down there <laughs> where'd everybody go um <laughs> And and we but you've got cat cat and and honestly I mean we see what they do with Clark all the time why couldn't we just have an email from Cat Grant to clear this up? It's true, uh-huh. and it's, we may because of yeah. how the episode ends that this may come back around and and we learn some some valuable lessons. But um, and I appreciate Snapper. I do love the character of Snapper very much. I just. She she needed she needed to be taken down a peg, especially going and, and, and blobbing uh, <laughs> the the story. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, <laughs> Danvers dot com. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's wrong. You don't do that. Um, right. And if she had thought for more. Look, Monel, the whole f- episode was Monel's fault. The whole episode. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you can send your hate mail. 
<laughs> he convinced her. To, he told her to make the wrong decision. He convinced her to make the wrong choice. Um, no, I'm kidding. But but he mail at smallvillepodcast.com. <laughs> Call Steve at night. Oh God, uh, no. Uh, so the, those lessons I feel like just could have come from another source. Brain one in her head should have told her that was a breach of contract by yes. doing something like that. Um, but you know, it was a timely episode because of the whole God, you know, bless fake news, the whole journalistic mm-hmm. integrity aspect of things, not to mention the rounding up of the aliens. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is very, I mean, it's, it's, it's very timely and it's not, it's not coincidental. No. Um, and it's, it's actually like pretty perfectly timed the way that you think about like the yeah, lead time for these things. Like, when they wrote it and filmed it and then you know it happened the week of so many other things happening it's right. uh, good for them very topical yeah but i i agree like there are all these i've been saying this all season like there's all these ethical problems with sort of the way that Kara handles this stuff um and uh it's 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 no bueno it's no bueno um she has um she has a bad habit of, you know, doing what she kind of like she feels is right, uh, but but is not necessarily doesn't measure up to, you know, journalistic ethical standards, even though she's Supergirl and she'll never lie and all this stuff um, that we know. Um, she's still got to kind of play by the rules. Right. And and, well, and she's in the, the Daver sisters storyline kind of parallel in that way, because they were both doing the wrong thing for the right. Yes. Reason. Yes. Um, yes. Which, uh, you know, the best relationship on the entire show screw everybody else is alex and cara agreed in my opinion uh they are at the forefront they're the from the pilot they're the they were always the core of the show is the is the bond that they share more than anything else for me i'm speaking um i'll, 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 I'll agree with you i'll agree with you. you you may you may be big on brian and Fishhead. i don't know but um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where your allegiance lies, but uh, mm. so to see them both kind of struggling. However, the stakes were much higher for Alex because literally Alex gets fired almost. I mean, she gets suspended from the case from the DEO. She's sobbing in her apartment. Cara comes over and it's like, I got to go figure out what to do with this story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's her exit. Like seriously. Like those are her big stakes for the episode. It's true. This story, which by the end of it, by the time she's already stressing over whether or not to publish this WordPress blog or not, <laughs> kind of the climax was already. I mean, you know, we had already taken care of the the hands were already dirty for the people the hands needed to be dirty for. Yeah, yeah, no, valid, valid. Hey, before we go any further, I just want to say a quick word about our friends over at SuperfanCon. They will be having their first Supergirl convention in Vancouver this September. We're super, super excited. Tim and I will be there. Uh, We can't wait for it to get here. And you guys should go as well. Um, You can actually get 10% off if you buy a pass. If you go over to SuperfanConventions.com and use the promo code SGTVTalk10, you'll get 10% off uh, any of your passes of $100 uh, US or more, and that's good until uh, through the end of August. You, you really want to check this thing out because, like, I'm super pumped. Because, um, so so it's it's in Vancouver, September eighth through tenth uh, of twenty seventeen, um, and we're gonna have Dean Kane there. They're gonna have Makad Brooks there. They're gonna have Brenda Strong who plays Lillian Luther. All these chances to meet these awesome people. Um, uh, there'll be autographs. There'll be photo ops. There'll be uh, meet and greets. All this kind of stuff. More guests to be announced uh, between now and, and then. So keep an eye on them. 
But just wanted to say a quick word about them. Um, they are great partners uh, with us, and we're very, very uh, happy to be working with them and excited to be going to the con. So um, check them out at superfanconventions.com. Yeah, I mean, this whole... Okay, so, so we have this whole thing with the... With the you know, w- will she, won't she uh, publish and all, all that stuff and Snapper yeah. telling her what to do, what not to do. And, you know, being generally the voice of reason, telling her, telling her that uh, she's a DEFCON 3 with the Moxie, uh, which was my favorite. Careful, Ponytail, you're a DEFCON 3 with the Moxie. That was my favorite. Snapper oh, quote of the lines. So good. Snap attack. Um, so, all right. So then, then we go to the the alien, the, the cantina, right? And... Uh, I appreciate you calling it that too. Oh yeah, that's what we yeah, yeah. Uh and that's that's where we, you know, the big explosion happens. Uh, we got we got Lyra getting kidnapped. We get uh all these different the raid on the on the bar, right? And I don't know, f- first of all, quick quick pause for 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 Lyra for when when's girlfriend. I'm I'm still a little suspicious. You Steve is too. Steve is my co-host. I, the people who are listening, you know, I keep mentioning Steve. He's he's, he's the one I record. He's my Tim. Um, mm, yes. Uh, that was a weird way to say that. Uh, but see, he's suspicious of Lyra too. I I have been from the start. Like there just seems like it just seems like why does she want to get so close to this guy she knows works at the DEA, DEO, <laughs> DEA. Whoa, 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 hello. That's a whole different. <laughs> hmm. Now it is timely. That's uh, <laughs> that's breaking bad TV talk. Um, <laughs> but you know, like the, the that whole dynamic always seemed a little off to me. Still, kind of does. They, it seems she seems a little more genuine this episode than I've seen her so it's, far. It's it up to is the way she was choosing the actress was playing the alien. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It could it could very well be it could very I, well be God, win 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 needs a win I'm I'm, I'm a big mm. believer in win win needs a win I do love win I do love win and and uh, and he clearly you know he clearly like this is he's really he's really into this chick um, and I just hope she's not using him which because he's he's my boy which begs the question in this episode what was Jimmy doing. Yeah, what, like, well, so he has a cool guardian moment here at the beginning after the the raid on the bar, um, but outside of that, I th- I think that's the last we saw of him, right? Yeah, um, he did. He had the well, no, he uh, he was at the end in the bar when Lyra comes back because he oh uh, yeah drinking smiling when when they share that kiss. Um, that's right. That's right. You know, but maybe. I don't know, since he's the boss of Catco, the journalistic talk could have come from... You might think. Maybe. Well, I, don't maybe I don't know. You might think. Uh, you think? I mean, I, I don't want to tell you what you do with your business, but maybe don't be Guardian and maybe actually be Jimmy <laughs> a little bit. I, I've, been, I, I've been sort of like, what are they doing with, with James, <sighs> Jimmy, this this season? Like, he's he's been so absent. Um and and he, he you know he kind of swoops in does his guardian thing and then disappears for two more episodes and then comes back and does it again and i'm sort of like i i miss last season uh, james maybe maybe they feel like he needs to be out of the way so she can have another romance and he'd be i i don't know i don't know and they had the the whole will they won't they mm-hmm. and they did and then they didn't they and didn't then we didn't because i have to be supergirl and oh here's a cute daxium 
Jackson like Mike? seriously, seriously, like seconds after she says yeah. no, it's yeah. like the pod lands, and yeah. she's off ew. on another one. Ew, a little bit ew, a little, little bit, little. Um, so I don't, yeah, I, I think I don't want to say that they didn't know what to do with Jimmy this season, but I don't think they knew what to do with Jimmy this season. It's a possible. Little bit. It's possible that there, there's some soul searching going on. God knows you and I met because of a show called Smallville. It's true. Many seasons. They didn't know what to do with people that oh, they geez. had one in particular female that they just didn't know what to do with her. Yeah, and they kept trying to make things happen with her that yeah. just did, didn't pan out. Her it, name was Lana. It, um, but, thank you, thank you for <laughs> thank you for dropping that anvil. Not uh, if you weren't paying attention there. Her name if was you're Lana. Just joining us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I, I I do wonder if yeah, they're sort of trying to navigate those waters and figure out what to do with the character and the guardian seems like a good solution, but they don't know what to do with the actual. It's like it's like you know they don't know what to do with the actual jimmy when he's not being the guardian um well, i think there was another way to approach it and I, yeah. again i want to be like but i think there was a, a a way of going you know he got this big promotion he's in charge of this company in in cat's absence and then his life was just empty and i was like that's <laughs> not jimmy olsen like you can change jimmy you can you can make him black you can do a lot of cool things with jimmy you can make him hot you made him hot and black mm-hmm. you did a lot of for jimmy that hasn't happened in 70 years right <laughs> but but at the same time i think you know you could have done this and you could have also had him look at his life and be like all the people around me are doing something or are putting themselves out there to make a difference and i can do that too and still not be whiny about it well yeah i mean it seems like he's sort of sacrificing the rest of his life for this yeah um and and yeah there is a lot of and it does come off a little whiny you're not wrong like uh, you know he does sometimes sort of like he's like i need to do more of my life and he was saying that earlier in the season when when he was sort of first starting the whole guardian yeah, thing around like that two or three episodes around uh changing and all that like yep. it was just like could you just i mean let's let's be let's be bigger about this we're, we're in national city we, we got kryptonians flying around and and, and kryptonite you know villains can we yeah yeah, if if you want to have a dual identity, have a dual identity, but By don't say means. don't say you're useless, and this so uh, this is what you're doing with your life. Yeah, that's you're not. Th- that's that's the thing. I I I want to see more. I want to see more of his, you know, uh, of him being, being Jimmy, being at the being at at Catco and and kind of filling the. I guess Snapper's kind of filling the void for where where Cat left, but. I, well, I want to see him doing that. that hole. I'm sorry. I mean, I, in my opinion, I mean, Snapper's a great addition. Sure. And I think they already have to juggle so many cast members on this show. But but Callista Flockhart left a void in this show that it, they they didn't fill. It, it's it, I mean, because it's big, big shoes to fill like big, big. And, and we were, you know, I think they they kind of made they hinted at maybe she'd come back a couple times a season. I kind of thought we'd see her again by now. I mean, we're more we're 15 episodes in. We're more than halfway through the season by the end of it either. By the what, sound of it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad, but, you yeah. know, hopeful. But I wish they would make her. I still wish they had made her a reporter because the episode where she decides she is needs to go and do something better with her own life is the yeah. episode where Cara's deciding she wants to be a reporter. And it's like, 
I wish that parallel had happened for the two of those characters and she'd like, I want to go back out there and be a reporter like I was. I think and I've heard you say that. I think that's I need a to go find myself. That's a really interesting idea. I'm not I I think it'd be hard to sell that idea. Just because like to go from CEO of a of a huge media company, you know, to to be back in the trenches. Like that's that's a that's a hard that's a hard thing to sell to an audience, but I, I mean, they could pull it off. Okay, well, well, I'll, I'll give you photographer becomes CEO and then wants to go out in the trenches in a metal suit. Touche. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it, it is a hard sell, but the, I, I enjoyed, and I thought that's where they were going. Like, they had the Hansel and Gretel breadcrumbs, bread I can't speak. <laughs> going in that direction and then the breadcrumb just stopped like somebody quit eating and and they didn't follow her anymore and I, I just kept assuming and I thought they would keep her a presence much like they did CK yeah, yeah. it's there mm-hmm. and they've not done that you know we've had very offhand references to I miss miss Grant and stuff but she could send an email <laughs> it's you true. Don't, you don't really need Calista Flockhart for that. I, I I hate to tell you people in Vancouver, but you don't have to do that. You don't even have to pay your royalties for that. It's true. You just, it's true. You just type an email. Yeah, I mean, screen. like, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I was. It, it was kind of. It felt like kind of a cop out when they were doing it with Clark in season one. So, so well, to, the the multitude for which they did it. Yeah. Once, cutesy i was like oh that's yeah, kinda, yeah yeah that's kind of cute and then when he started like flying by way off in the horizon i was like this is getting a little annoying when, when his boots were literally in the back of the frame that's you, when i was like guys use them or don't use them just guys. let's make a choice here yeah pick one pick a lane all that to say and i i told you i was not going to derail i've totally derailed and just to go back to the point Given the the least amount Jimmy had to do in this episode, and literally, he, he pulled the least effort in this episode. <laughs> um, and also, I'm a little worried about the drinking problem of everybody on the show, because they're always in that bar drinking. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, except that, like, Kara's always drinking, like, tonic water. I mean, yeah, it's club soda, but, but club the rest soda, of club soda. I mean, when, when and Jimmy are just like, I mean, it's like 5 o'clock every day, and at what point are we going to Alcoholics Anonymous, guys? <laughs> um, but Jimmy... Sh- if we weren't going to use Cat, and God knows we weren't going to use Lois, the conversation of journalistic integrity from somebody who actually has been in a newspaper for a good portion of his life should have probably come from a friend, and I feel like should have come from Jimmy. And probably could have gone a long way to repairing that friendship. That's a that really good point. Broken. Yeah, that's a, that's a really, really good point. Yeah. I, I, I think that there's... I think that, that there's a lot of there's a lot of room here for 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 Jimmy to uh, kind of pick up some slack, and I hope I hope that he does before the season's over because I I legitimately like this take on the character, and I, I really like Makad Brooks's uh, performance. Oh, I me just, too. He's fantastic. He's awesome. I just want more of it. He just I don't like the the page and a half of him in a metal suit with voice changer. I would been. even take that. I would even take that. I, I don't mind that so much as long as there was some of the other stuff, too. You know, as long as you give me the Clark Kent to the Superman. Um, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I don't dislike Guardian. I dislike the. Method behind the madness, I guess. OK, I, I don't care for his his mentality of this is all I have to offer. 
because right. it's not. Jimmy Olsen has a lot more to offer. Jimmy Olsen is one of the best parts of the Superman mythos because of his integrity and his just gee-golliness of it all. Um, which, which I feel like we could really... I mean, there are so many Jimmy Olsen stories. I mean, you know, everything from, like, being turned into a frog or a turtle or whatever. But turtle like, Boy, yeah. Turtle Boy. But uh, you've got that aspect. But then you've, you've also got, like, just sort of the... Um, You've got the the growing, uh, like you know, the the kid who started out as a you know cub reporter or photographer or whatever, you know, back back way way back in like the radio days and the and the George Reeves days, and then and turning into this you know like growing into this uh, world class reporter and maybe even the CEO of this company, like they could take that kind of an arc, um, but it seems like he's taking a back seat. I mean, tr- truth be told, I guess his story is just not, it's not that important to this season. Um, yeah, I just I don't, there's bigger I think things happening. It hasn't been fleshed out yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where it's going, and I think that's that's I think that's happening directly in the writers' room, and that that's I mean that happens. I mean that's totally you know you that happens especially in a sophomore season when right. you're trying. And you've got so many people on the show, like I said, and I and sometimes as much as I love this show, it 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 is kind of a three legged race um, when you've got you know, at least 10 characters sharing screen time. And we just gave a good portion of this podcast the person that had the least amount of the whole episode. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure Brian was in this episode more than more than Jimmy was. <laughs> you might be right. I'm pretty sure he was. All right, let's the get to... Well, at the beginning, definitely was. <laughs> That's true. That's true. This episode of Supergirl TV Talk is brought to you in part by Supergirl.tv. This is the number one spot on the internet for Supergirl news, reviews, spoilers, videos, media, photos, everything you could possibly want about the Girl of Steel by fans, for fans. It's an ad-free experience because it's just a labor of love by these fans who just love, love, love what they're doing. Um, And they do an amazing job. The site is gorgeous, and it brings you all the information you could possibly want and need all in one place. Uh, We are huge, huge fans of theirs. And really, really glad to be working with them. Um, check it out if you want, you know, a recap, like moments after an episode airs, it's there. Bam. Like like literally minutes after it airs on the East Coast, there's a recap up there. Um, of course, they're also on Twitter. You should definitely follow them at Supergirl TV site um, because they do a great, great job there as well. And you can get all the up to the up to the minute updates, you know, on your phone, on Twitter at all times. But definitely check them out. Be a part of the community. Uh, we love them, and, and we really, really love what they're doing. Uh, so uh, thank you so much to Supergirl.tv for supporting Supergirl TV Talk. All right. Let's, 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 yeah, you're right. We spent too much time on Jimmy. So, Sorry. so, no, no, it's, it's fine. That was a good, that was a good tangent. I like it. Um, so we've got, uh, Jean shows up as, as, uh, as Jeremiah, uh, and, and gets. That was cold. Alex, that was cold, but she messed up. Like he, she did, you know. Like you got it. Everyone kept saying like, "Oh, he betrayed her," and whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but like she betrayed him. It was her. cold on both parts. It, it was, was cold, blood. cold Martian mm. blood, green blooded. I don't know. Is that Vulcans? I don't know. That's Vulcans. That's Vulcans. I don't know. I'm just still so happy every time I get to see they, they bleed Oreo cream. Uh that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. Hmm. Hmm. God, now I want Oreos. Me too. All right. So anyway, uh, this I, I brought to you by Nabisco, <laughs> the National Biscuit Company. Um, Unra- I, smile. That's not 
That's not the slogan for Oreo, is it? Uh, unwrap a smile. Yeah, I think so. Is it? Why would you unwrap? You don't unwrap Oreos. Sometimes they come in like those those like tubes, like plastic. I don't know. I unwrap a smile. All I know is everyone's people in social media love Oreos like super oh, that's sweet from two years ago. I, I messed up bad. Oh, little Debbie. <laughs> Sorry. The other day I called little Debbie Debbie Reynolds. I felt oh. real bad about that. Oh. Yeah. That's, I did. I felt I felt real sad all of a sudden. It's really sad. Yeah. Speaking of sad things, um, yeah. <laughs> so um, no, but but uh, I, I actually legit like I'm still so excited every time I see Dean Kane on my screen. <laughs> it really is fun, and I I feel the same way about Helen Slater. Yes, and, yes, uh, yes, yes. And and they do this so many times on the show. They they surprise me. Like I knew Dean Kane was in the episode. Right. Like you see it at the beginning. I even knew that Terry Hatcher and Kevin Sorbo were going right. to be in this same, episode. Same. The beginning. But when you see them, you get excited. I said on Star Wars House of L last week that I totally just zone out on the fact that I refuse to call him Cyborg Superman, even though they, <laughs> they adamant about calling him Cyborg Superman. It's still John. Like, it's still the same actor. It's still David Harwood. And every time he shows up, I'm like, I didn't know he was in this episode. <laughs> oh, wait. He, all he had to do was put on the mask. Like, it's, oh. it's not a, it wasn't a big reach. We didn't have to get him. He was on set anyway. That like, speaks I, to his it, performance, but, though. Yeah. And that's just a testament to these actors. But every time he shows up, you know, I, I didn't know what took him so long to show up in this episode. Uh, but he finally did. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> if he had been here earlier, none of this would have gone, you know, the way that it did for, uh, for Cadmus. But, uh, every time he shows up, I'm like, oh man, he's back. I didn't see him in the opening. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, yeah, there he was. Yeah. I did like the, uh, mm, like is a strong word. I did. I was okay with the, you're the only Superman we need line. Yeah, that was, that was subtle. Subtle, subtle as a brick. I I expected Dean to look at the camera <laughs> and maybe wink. Uh, no, that's George Reeves. That's a George yeah. Reeves move. Well, I, you know that could have been a callback within a callback. There I would you go. Ooh, layers. You're the only Superman we need. Thanks, Lois. <laughs> um, no, I liked I, it. It was good. I so like he's the only Superman they need, and now he's a cyborg, which arguably makes him more cyborg Superman than. Henshaw. Why would you? Why? Why is Henshaw called Cyborg? I don't know. I don't know. He's not wearing an S. Like, there's no reason to call him Cyborg. He's got no association with Superman. And he comes, I love, like, the first time, you know, several of us back, the first time he comes out and he's just immediately like, I'm Cyborg Superman. Like, right off the bat. You're not? What about you as Superman? Give me, give me something. Did we, did we cuss on your show? That's not a cussing show, is it? (laughs) I was we like, can, "Be we, please, we can, we, can, we can fix it in post." You're not okay. Fine. You're, well, you you take way more effort than I do. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, "Sit down, son. You're not <laughs> Superman. That's that's just, come on. You hate aliens. Why would you use right. his name? You hate Superman. Why would you compare yourself Stop to him? Self Henshaw. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I don't either. But then they reveal Kane's arm last week, and I'm like, he's Cyborg right. Superman. That's what I. That's exactly what we said. We were like, okay, because that was our prediction. That was Tim's prediction was that that Dean Cain was going to be Cyborg Superman uh, yeah. you know, somehow in, in the end. I think you said the same thing. 
We did. Steve's, you know, Steve was like, I thought it was him. It's like, I thought it was him. Right. And then it turns out, turns out not to be. So we were like, okay, we were wrong. And then last week he has the arm and we're like, maybe we weren't so wrong. Do you feel (sighs) betrayed is the wrong word. I've been so back and forth on the whole thing with him because I knew the minute he showed up, you know, chained up in the truck. Of course, we knew he was up to no good, whether he was. and, And again, much like his daughters doing the wrong things for the right reason right there so he says um i would have i'd love to know all the exposition that we didn't see because at some point lillian had to tell him look we're gonna chain you up in a truck (laughs) and put you in part of a convoy that supergirl is gonna destroy and she's gonna break you out and you have to go along with this you know, we didn't see any of that, but it had to happen. You know, right. he had to be in on the plan, and that was the plan. So, you know, all that stuff had to come to fruition. But we're so back and forth. I almost just want him to be evil. I know. I, 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 I'm I, kind of with you. Like, there was, you know, moments where he's, Alex is pleading with him, and I'm like, is he, will he, won't he? Is he, even if he says he's doing the right thing, is he doing it? Is it is he like triple quadruple crossing her? Like how does this he's playing it good? Because every time I'm like, okay, is he is he good? Is he right? Is he wanting everybody to think he's good, or is he bad? And I've lost track, and now I'm cross-eyed. You know, <laughs> exactly. I, I really I was into it, and I was really hoping. And in that moment where really Lillian's like, I you know I declare war, and I'm like, yeah, you will. Like <laughs> like the 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 st- the stakes were high, and I was like, yes. And then he was just like, you know. For Krypton, you know, <laughs> you know, all out war uh, against Cadmus. And I, but for a minute there, I just wanted him almost to to kind of be a douchebag, kind of the bad guy because he was playing it really well. He was. He was. That's what's that's what that's what I love about Dean Kane, man. One of my favorite jokes uh, from uh, you, you, if you listen to John Mulaney. Yes. Up. Yeah, one of yeah, my yeah. favorites. He's doing a, a bit about uh, <clears throat> what his favorite TV show is Law and Order SVU, and he's watching an episode of Law and Order SVU, and he's telling the joke, and he says, and Dean Cain was a rapist on the show. Dean Cain was a rapist. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, he's in part of the lineup, and they bring the victim in, and he was like, and, and John Mulaney goes, and I knew she wasn't going to do this, but part of me wanted her to be like, is that Dean Cain? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that special. Uh, I I love having all these people on. You know that was something Smallville did really well. And yeah. I, to to Supergirl's credit, they they kind of do the long form with it. They don't do these yes. one off. You know we've got Helen Slater, obviously the amazing Helen Slater, who you guys have had on the show. Yes, as uh, as, as the mother and 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 Dean. That's just inspired acting between the two of them. I kind of hate. That now that we have Terry and the differences in their roles, that maybe we're not going to see the two of them together. I know. I w- I'm really, really hoping that they'll find some way to put them together. But you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they He's don't. He's in the wind they- again. We lost. We we just got Dean Bag. I know. Back. Lost him again. I know. I know. And we had them in the same episode, but just. Ugh. Ugh, so I just want to see them interact. I just want to see them interact. <sighs> but. I mean, so hopefully that hopefully that will happen. You you made a point earlier um, about you did (laughs) at some point uh, about the the Danvers sisters and how their two you know respective partners are both giving them the advice like yeah do whatever you feel is right 
right? You've got Maggie on the one side that saying like Maggie to the end. Sorry, <laughs> I'll defend Maggie to the end. <laughs> Don't throw me under the bus. Completely. Well, well, so I, I, I think they're both wrong in this case. Honestly, I mean, like I, I like Maggie. I don't particularly care for Monel, but I I think that they were both wrong in this case to just be like do whatever you think is right. Well, I if Maggie gets a pass, I think because John not forgave but kind of allowed what Maggie yeah. did. I mean what the what, what Alex, Alex said. It's kind of more like he didn't really admit fault, but he did I don't know. He felt bad about it, even well, if he didn't. there was a very fatherly aspect, and there always was this great fatherly aspect, and more so with John and Alex than than John and Kara. Yeah, I agree. Uh, to agree. me, is is this really father daughter relationship between the two of them? And in in some ways, in some ways, it's just very brotherly, sisterly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, he again forgave is not the word I want to use, but he ju- he just he knew what they were up against and he knew he needed Alex and, and Alex and somewhere in the back of John's mind. I mean, my God, you had to know Alex wasn't going to sit, you know, wasn't going to play the bench on this one. Yeah. She was, she was, she was going to get off the bench. She was, she was coming in coach, whether, whether you like it or not, she did. And, uh, and, 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 you know, even beating that guy, that Cadmus agent to a pulp. Mm -hmm, And, and, but uh, so I I don't I, I do agree with what you're saying about Maggie and and Monel both giving soured advice. Monel's just kind of gleefully doing it though. It's like, oh, do you want to do, do what you want to do? I don't understand Earth mm, customs. Blob it, blob it all you want to. <laughs> it's the trillion dollar. He mansplained his way through this entire episode. It's so true. Just, oh, it's the trillion dollar question. Yeah, billion dollar. Really that low? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't dislike Monel. I dislike shows that they occasionally have to do. Um, and 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 again, I I think I said I I think I I think I texted you this while I was watching it. You know, if, if when watching the episode last week, week before the Mitsubishi episode. Oh yeah, uh, where. If if Monel has to go before HR and take a sexual harassment class, <laughs> he, that's that's the quickest way to get him banned to the Phantom Zone right there. I mean, that's there's no way he's he outright claims he 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 enjoys objectifying women. So, uh, yeah, that was ooh, ooh. they are cute together though. Like I I, I get it. Yeah, um, I, totally, totally. But I I kind of hate it because so were Jimmy and Kara, and it was just. Mm. We waited all season, and then it happened, and then it didn't. Yeah, it and happened, and it unhappened. We had to make the way for the, you know, Daxum, Daxum Prince. Is that what's happening? Who knows? Sounds like. I mean, oh. she... My my thing with Monel, and I've been getting a lot of tweets about this, and I, I don't you know why. With what you say, I've been in your I, shoes before. I, I, yeah, literally. Hey. Uh, yeah. Um, but I... My feeling is he he gives off sort of all the, all the signals that he's he's not the most caring person of people outside of himself. He's he's not I, good at thinking about people other than himself. Had to be from where he came from. Correct. He didn't have to care about others' feelings or what other people thought. I think he acted 
very selfishly. And I, again, that could be a nature versus nurture conversation of the situation he was brought up in. Yep. Um, I will say he is trying and yes, yes, he, I agree. He is very supportive of Cara. I, I will give him that 110%. Totally. He's just also very, and, and again, I can't always chalk it up to the all shuck summon alien mentality. And I've only been here a few months. Like you only get so many passes of that with me. Um, and it, it feels like that card gets used a lot for him. Mm. Um, it does. I don't know how to say the word anonymously <laughs> or right. I'm jealous that this imp from the fifth dimension wants to marry you. Like it, it like it's just a very, the, the, the balancing wire of what he understands and can process and can treat like a mature adult versus the kind of toddlerish way he act, or not toddlers, but juvenile way he acts toward some scenarios. The flip flopping of it. I, I get a little seasick from it happens fast. It, it does. It, yeah, and yeah. again, I get it. He hasn't been on Earth long. He doesn't know earthly customs. God bless Kara for having the patience to put up with him. Um, but we've seen him lie a lot. Yeah. And I think that's that's all about to come to a head in the next couple of weeks here. He's gone, though. I will, I will, to your point, he has gone from being like she called him the arrogant dude, bro. And she's the personic, personification of the American way. Like mm-hmm. that's. He, he's been less arrogant dude, bro, and more like, I'm trying to be a good person. I will give him that. You know, like, she brings out the good in him. And I think my other issue with his storyline is, and again, it's Supergirl's show. I'm 100% behind Supergirl. One of the reasons I get a little fed up with the sh- not fed up with the show, but aggravated sometimes, is because of the multiple cast members that we have more so than most ensemble TV shows on these days. I mean, I think you got more cast members here than you do on Grey's Anatomy. And <laughs> just, probably just, just to give you a big cast idea, you know, bigger and, than a ER. And one former cast member from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I pulled a Grey's reference out of my hat there for you. So where was I going with that? Uh, oh, dear God, I got lost. Oh, I, Supergirl sometimes gets pushed to the wayside in her own TV show. More often than not, I, I feel like, and to have Monel here, I feel like I've I feel like Superman has to somehow be invested in a Monel storyline. Yeah, uh, if if he just came to Earth randomly, again, really no reasoning there, just for the random show up when he did, and Superman knows he's there, but he's in the coma. And then he, and then Superman leaves and he wakes up and we've had no correspondence with Clark since. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Superman would want would be very interested in the fact that somebody from Daxam is on Earth. Right, right. Uh, you Again, what, you, you could clear think. that up with a text message. I don't know, but you yeah, know, the 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 lack of interest on Clark's part bothers me from strictly from a passionate superman standpoint me, me too but I, it's one of those things that we kind of have to like look past oh, yeah. because like, oh you yeah do. yeah you do. You do so many and i did so many times last season when he would just fly by in the horizon or something and and i was good with it every time and then we got him this season and god knows those are two incredible episodes i mean two of the best episodes and not just because of superman being in the show but just the joy of the 
I mean, just the joy of the House of L. I mean, yeah. the joy of good versus evil in those episodes um, that sometimes can get muddy uh, on any comic book show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, on any, you know, any, whether you're talking about a Gotham or a, or Legends of Tomorrow or whatever, or even a, a Daredevil, it's, it's sometimes the good versus evil gets a little monotonous and there's no greater good than Superman and that symbol. So when you get to amplify that in a two-part episode, it, it makes for really great TV. So those were some of the most fun episodes of the show, like to date, Yeah, you know, just having, having him there <clears throat> was such a blast and so much fun and like so exciting for me. I still get this, you know, like the, the when Superman pops on screen or does the shirt rip or whatever, like I still get this like giddy, feeling yeah. i did as a kid where i'm like that's him he's there he's here and as much as i love it part of the reason i love those two episodes so much is because is not because of clark it's because of Kara and how happy she is that he's there right and you know getting to fight side by side with her cousin and be a part of a family she you know in that moment where she says i've i've dreamt about this you know is is she so you know melissa smiles more in that episode than i think she smiled in any episode of Supergirl uh, to date. So th- there's a lot of fun to be had there with it. But I, you know, I have a hard time allowing this Monel storyline without a one-off line of dialogue of mm. Clark said hi or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Something. I don't know. Um, Monel has, I will say Monel has definitely grown on me. Yeah. Um, yeah. From, from his earliest, uh, moments on the show uh i'm glad they weren't quick to give him the red suit and the blue cape uh just right out of the gate <laughs> though i would like to see that at some point and we might or something something I, yeah. similar to it at yeah. least some nod to it i don't know we might who knows we, who knows, knows what will happen when terry hatcher and kevin sorbo return oh man i'm so excited and and yeah ah oh, i'm so excited for this so what do, you, Alex is kind of a terrorist. Well, <laughs> we're, let's throw in a big term around. Let's I mean, not. I mean, though, her her methods. Put labels on anybody. Just just the methods. Not you know. Again, uh, well, well r- 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 wrong thing. Right reasons terrorist. again. You know. Would would we'd have to call Supergirl a little bit of a terrorist, right? Is she blowing stuff up though? Oh. Well, heat vision blows a lot of things up. Well, yeah, potato, potato. I guess yeah. I don't know. Yeah. She, she definitely went. She definitely like towed the line. You know, I take it from the standpoint of of uh, of Lena is in charge, and obviously Lena didn't like what was going down in her uh, businesses in her uh, 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 property mm. ownership uh, that that she didn't know about. So um, Alex was just shutting that down. This is true. This is very true. Do you think Lena is as good as she seems? God, I don't know. And that's one of the best parts of the show for me. Right? Oh, God, I love her so much. So she's good. so good. She she's so good. And she's so convincing. And then at the same time, I'm like, you're not that convincing. I know you're up to something. I, but I am. She, Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I don't. I'm. 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 I'm just babbling. I. I, I am convinced that she knows. Uh, she knows Kara's Supergirl. Like, there's just no way she doesn't know. The, well, you know, Kara, if you're gonna catch her off the building, just say you were flying by. 
<laughs> it was I the mean, neighborhood. I was getting donuts with super <laughs> coffee with, with Gar Danvers and, and happened to hear through the phone. And here, here I am. I'm going to blow these guys away. Yeah, um, exactly. Just say you were just flying. You know, Elkhorp and and, and, and and the DEO building probably aren't that far apart. You right. Know? Yeah. It's, it's the Vancouver skyline. Exactly. How far I don't know. I don't know if she's good or bad, but I don't want to know. Like, drag drag it out for as long as you want to drag it out for. I'm good with it. It's convincing. And it you know, I'm I'm there's one episode where I'm like, she is she is the, she is the antithesis of Lex Luthor. She's good, mm. and I'm here for it. And then the next scene, I'm like, "Holy crap! She's the she's the most evil thing on this show." <laughs> and, and I love it. I'm I'm here for it every time. Every time she shows up, um, I, I hope I hope season three is is far more. I hope she is far more of a recurring character. Me um, too. Because I'll tell you, man, that that Luther's I, episode with the chess playing at the end that. I, w- I will say, uh, you know, I, t- I talked about two of the, the two Superman episodes being the best. Luther's uh, is it was the best episode of the entire series to me, hands down. Oh wow! Uh, it, I, and I, I I lay full claim to that. I, the the, I mean, you know, some of it was you know the uh, the court case of the it, isn't it true she turned you into a cyborg? You know, some <laughs> of that's a little hard to swallow. But uh, but the uh, the uh, that that was some of the best writing and coupled with some of the best acting because they were chewing up that dialogue and spitting it out like like so good. really good uh, on that one and how could you not have such a fantastic really fantastically written episode and then not have that awesome war chest to yes oh. i mean there's so much good stuff there was so much nerd happy in that episode yes. nerd happy uh, yes that uh, yeah, that really to me has been one of the finest hours of this of this series so far. Oh, uh, that, it really was great to the point. I'm just like, yeah, dra- spin spin the dreidel on her for as long as you want to go because I'm good either way. Whatever she is, good or evil, in the end, I'm I'm just having fun with her character. I'm with you there. I just I I, I want that. I, I'm loving that like the mysteriousness of her so much that I just want to let it. Let it ride. Like, well, keep, you know, keep me wondering one for a while. Thing, it's one thing to know, and and there's a lot of, and I hate drawing parallels. I'm sorry. You know, again, we we watched Smallville, you and I, and we knew from the pilot Lex Luthor is going to be bad. Sure, you knew. You rooted for him. You wanted the best for the guy. You 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 know, he shows up buying Clark Kent a truck, and you're just like, oh, shucks, he's a fun guy. He just doesn't have any hair, and you and I know something <laughs> about that, Frank. <laughs> and 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 God knows, we 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 side with Lex more often than not. But you, you wanted the best for him, but you knew sure. in the end, whether Rosenbaum left the show or not, you knew he was going to be just the magnificent B, you know, yeah, junior yeah. that he ended up being. And but there's a lot of I felt the same way about lena that i did about tess mercer mm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. because uh, there was that you know season eight and nine where it was like is she good is she bad or is she just playing crazy you know i don't know what she is um and then she ended up being being good and i you know i don't mind lena going to the dark side because we don't know that she can't be you know brought back to the light that's right and, and that's cool to me she could be as evil as Lex and Lillian, or she could, you know, 
toy with that and want to be bad and and the good and Supergirl could bring her back. And that's equally cool uh, as this show moves forward. So I I don't know where they're going to land on her, but uh, I'm that's one of the best parts of the show to me is their dynamic. Um, Totally. and I don't I don't necessarily mean that from a shipper standpoint. Maybe I do. But, uh, you know, I feel, <laughs> well, there's a big, big gathering, I guess, on oh, the yeah. for for the two of them. And uh, from what I've seen. So, uh, I, I, you know, whatever. But uh, it's it, it's fun. And they they play those scenes so well together. It, it really. Yeah, they really do. And th- that's they they do such a good job of like leaving that just leaving that sort of the, the allure of their uh, of their interactions. There's there's so much sort of uh, double entendre, but in their performance, in the dialogue and everything is sort of like you. you the, the main thing is, is, is Lena good or bad is does she know? Does she know Kara's secret? Uh, yeah. There's uh, there's all these different. I, I find her such a complex and like such an interesting character. One of the most interesting characters <laughs> in the whole show. And 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 again so much more than maybe even Alex would be because of seven years of mythos we automatically know Lex Luthor is bad that's right no matter how many times he tries to redeem himself and not be the bad guy he's going to be the bad guy but we just we don't know with her and that's what makes her interesting that's what makes her so cool and the same could be said for Lillian even though she is evil and rotten to the core we just don't know how evil yet I mean, we've we've obviously seen some amazing aspects of how evil she is. Oof, yeah, there's so much unknown about her, and there's so much unknown about Lionel. There's so much unknown about Lex. I mean, they talk about him like he's dead, right? Uh, but then you know, he's in jail, serving God knows how many life sentences for oof. basically trying to blow up California, right? And uh, <laughs> and that's some more nerd happy right there for me. <laughs> me too. Uh, because, you know, anytime Lex Luthor has something to do with California, I'm instantly brought back to 1978. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and I hope we see Lex on the show one I, day. I suspect we will at some point. You know, I, I, I think it'll be, I think I think Lex, I think Lois, I think they're sort of like like Clark was in season one. They're, they're waiting to, again, deploy them tactically when the right moment comes, when the right uh, casting comes along. And we've and we've juggled so many. Where's Maxwell Lord? Where's the Omega Hadron? Right. There's some stuff waiting in the wings that we've not played with. He's back in that cave in CBS too. He everybody get him out of the cave. <laughs> we leave a U.S. general Sam Lane just sitting in a cave for a year. Red tornadoes in there with them. So I'm fine. Not red, red tornado. Not coming back. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. fine. Leave him down there. That was a one-time thing. It's fine. That was that was just a good. That was just that was fun. We don't that we, we don't have much fun again. <laughs> too too much fun is a good thing. Where's Where's Granny Goodness? We'll have that fun. Oh yeah, yeah yeah that'll be fun. This episode of Supergirl TV Talk is also brought to you in part by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Now, there are two ways to get your comic books, right? You can either get the single issues or you can get collected editions, you know, trade paperbacks, hardcovers, that stuff. Um, With these two sites, you can get both at discounted rates. So at InStockTrades.com, you can get up to 40% off, often even even more than that, uh, on your your, your trade paperbacks, your collected editions, your hardcovers, that stuff. At DCBService.com, you can get your uh, single issues delivered right to your door. And save some money in the process. I'll tell you how in a second. 
Um, I always like to recommend a, a book, and uh, you know, normally it's a Supergirl book or something related to something that's happening on the show. I want to take a little bit of a, of a left turn here and recommend uh, a, a series called Giant Days. Tim actually turned me on to this. Giant Days, um, if you're a fan of things like Scott Pilgrim, it's very much in that vein with that kind of uh, sense of humor. Um, it's about uh, three friends who go away to college um, and sort of, uh, it's a slice of life, but it's a really funny uh, whimsical, uh, humorous look at um, look at the uh, the life of these people, uh, and it's really really funny and a whole lot of fun to read. So um, check it out on InStockTrades.com. Giant Days, uh, you know, Volume One. There's a whole bunch of volumes, but start with Volume One. It's only seven bucks, six ninety nine um, on InStockTrades.com, and it's normally ten bucks. So. Go ahead and check it out there. And it's at, at also at DCBService.com, you can save uh, by going through their portal uh, to get uh, Comixology. You can buy your digital comics there and get 5% back on all your purchases to kind of keep that keep that comic book habit going and, and, and have it, have it kind of fund itself. So, InStockTrades.com, DCB service, as in Discount Comic Book Service.com. Check them both out and thank them very, very much for sponsoring Supergirl TV Talk. But, so, we've got uh this moment towards the end of the uh towards the end of the episode where Alex is trying to stop this ship from from going into into uh, hyperspace and uh Kara is stopping it and this felt so Superman returns to me where she's trying to stop the ship it felt so like saving the you know the space plane uh uh in Superman returns like I don't know I just got all sorts of, of vibes um look and feel but also just like sort of trying to save the spacecraft like everything it just sort of felt like ooh, this is spiking a, a thing in my brain that i recognize Ma- melissa can scream oh yeah um and we've seen that at least twice with the, the with the heat vision yep 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 that's right when she's just unleashed and then one time with when her on her own personal fortress of solitude against the hologram of her mother um mm-hmm. but the thing that did it for me, the aesthetic of this, was the muffled. We we didn't go outside with her screaming. Right. When we went outside, she had already stopped everything, and the and the boilers were blowing up on the thing. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. the inside the console of the ship and the muffled cries of her trying to push the resistance against this thing um, were almost heartbreaking. I mean, like like every time I'm like. Let her like it was almost like let her scream. Let me hear right. her scream. Let her let her do the thing. And it was through that glass. Yep. And you could hear it, but but at the same time you couldn't. And I was just like, Jesus, this is that, that was heart wrenching. Just it, it made it so much more excruciating. Just like having did. that barrier. When why I don't know why, but it did. Like the whole time, I'm just like God. It just cut outside for one second. Let right. me hear it. Just do the Ace Ventura thing where you slide the glass door <laughs> open and be screaming and then slam it again. <laughs> but I mean, it's just the whole time of like, oh my god! Like I, you know, expected tears to start rolling down her cheek. Just the the sheer weight of what she was doing. No pun intended. Was uh, gargantuan. Yeah. Yeah, it really it was. I mean, it felt almost. And I mean this in a good way. It almost felt out of place. It was like so epic for this episode. Like it, the stakes were suddenly so high. This felt like a season finale type of struggle, you know. Moment. And it was almost. Um, and I, I, I kind of think they did this on purpose. I'm not going. The awkward's not the right word, but it was. 
it was kind of like I mean, it was this it was kind of that train wreck you couldn't look away from. Yeah. Like the editing was a little off on it and like everything. And I think it was all done on purpose. I think it was it was meant to be this horrendous moment almost of of something you had to your eyes were peeled for the the editing was was kind of weird and the and the longing uh the longer holds on these characters was a little different than what we normally get in acts and action sequences on the show and it was it was just shot a little bit differently um also props to the for the design on that ship seriously Uh, it did a great outdid themselves that's better than some stuff I've seen in, in some films recently. Seriously, seriously. So, they, they, I mean, this was CW money. This, yeah, exactly. The CW money. This, the, I mean, like this girl's money. Oh, hey, now, now that's Netflix money now. Yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> Sorry, that that Riverdale money. <laughs> but seriously, I, I, I can't speak to that. I don't watch it. It's not bad. It's not bad. I've checked it out. It's not. It's not was, my favorite, I, but it's not bad. I was never an Archie fan, so it doesn't speak to me. I never was, but I like the the current uh, stuff in uh, Archie comics. The Mark Wade yeah. run right now is real good. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, sorry. No, no, it's cool. Um, if you like to hear more conversations like that, head on over to Start with House of L, where it's mostly everything else and very little. And really, you guys should because <laughs> I look forward to you and Steve each week. It's the uh, Superman three podcast out there. It, I, I tell it, you, it really is. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. Sleep. I'm not gonna see your jokes. But but um, everyone, please oh, do check ahead, out. Please. Oh I, no, I won't. I won't. I can't. I can't do him justice anyway. Boy. <clears throat> but uh, I thank the, the Lord for Friday. <laughs> thank the Lord for Superman. <laughs> um. Uh, R.I.P. Richard Pryor. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, in memoriam. We'll, we'll put yeah. that in the in memoriam reel at the end of this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Along with my credibility. <laughs> put that right at the end. Oh, man. They'll sing a song about your credibility. It'll be short. <laughs> uh, at least something will be. Um, I. Oh, 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 oh whoa. Hey. Oh. Whoa. So. Level three with a mock. <laughs> I like uh, so at the end, Monel's encouraging her to uh, try being Supergirl for a while, you know, and and she's been fired. And well, yeah, not... you just made her lose her job. Well, well I mean, she yeah, should probably get her to rely on her hobbies. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You understand any 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 sympathetic boyfriend would do that to a girlfriend. Oh, I I got you fired. Maybe you should do things that make you happy. <laughs> for Please instance, don't at me, yeah. I didn't know sex. <laughs> so I really like the line where she says, Supergirl's what I can do, Kara's who I am. Where have we heard that before? Exactly. Exactly. Maybe from two actors that happen to be in this episode. Hey now. Yeah. Ex- Twenty years ago. Oh god. Twenty three years ago. Was that 20. season what season was that? Season Three or four? I think Lois three. Knew. I think three because Lois Lois knew it wasn't four because four was when they were all like the Kryptonian war thing happening, right? And the frogs. Yeah. Oh God. God. Lois and Clark. Uh, yeah, it's a great <sighs> episode. I, I I remember that episode very well because it's one of my favorite lines from that whole series. Lois is mad. It's right after she find, finds out. It, it may be after the proposal. Who's asking Clark or Superman? Right. Which right. 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 
Um, and she, and I don't remember the context, but she's sitting in the car and he's outside the passenger window of the car talking to Lois, trying to get her to calm down. And he says, then Lois Clark is who Superman is what I can do. Clark is who I am. And there's even a line in, uh, in Smallville that, that kind of borrowed from that, a Brian Q. Miller episode, actually, uh, if it was masquerade it's towards the end there where One there's later a, seasons from Clark, uh, uh, toward Lois uh, about you know about that same thing and and I appreciate that uh, <clears throat> callback reference yeah well and, that's know, always like that that's always been my favorite approach to to the character because you know in the in the early days it was like Clark Kent Clark Kent was Clark, the was Clark the mask yeah. Right. Right, like he he came down as Superman, like sort of fully formed, and and Clark was his like, okay, I'm gonna pretend to be normal. But I yeah. really love when they started to flip that. That probably goes back to John Byrne. Um, yeah, and and, and simplified in Smallville, and yeah, and even in the Zack Snyder universe now. Yeah, and Lois it, and Clark. Yeah, and Lois and Clark too. Is it's it's uh, you know Kal El is Clark. Uh, he is that embodiment he is that that farm boy raised up and uh and for, boy from krypton that was raised on a farm by mid- midwesterners and that stands for truth justice and 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 what he does with those abilities is is behind that s right right so i love i love that they're that they're i mean that's that's clearly if you're a fan of superman and you fight you know you you watch this show at all you clearly see that that's the approach they're taking with her character but to hear her say it and to have her pretty much you know quote well, lois and clark like that and it's uh, also, was pretty cool it's also almost more so with Kara because she grew up her whole life that way right right she she didn't automatically she well she might have we don't know she but we do know from the four minute long opening <laughs> monologue each week that <laughs> My podcast was knocked off course. My podcast got knocked off course. See, now it happened to you. You know how that works now. I so you see it. Start, I see so it. Use the hashtag, my podcast, <laughs> off course. Um, that, you know, by the time I got here, my cousin had already grown up to be Superman. So what the F was I going to do? <laughs> and, you know, basically, I mean, that was her sole purpose was to come take care of, or she thought, you know, that was what her parents intended for her to do was to come look after her cousin and be together on earth but you know that didn't happen so what did she do was she kind of grew up in hiding her whole life she she was Kara because she was already grown up on krypton she was already kind of a tween she was 13 right yeah 12 or 13 yeah so i mean you're i'm not saying you're adult by that point but most of your thoughts are fully formed you know how you're going to sure walk, talk and present yourself a lot uh, of your personalities formed. You have memories, right? Like you're you're a person. Yeah. You're not eight. You're you're almost a teenager. So right. you know you may act differently later in life. However, you've a lot of what's instilled in you has already happened, and and you've maintained it at that point. Sure. So you know she is who she was uh, on Earth on Krypton. She is, and and so it's almost more so true with her that. Car is who she is. Supergirl is what she can do. That's that. Yeah, that's very true. That's very. It's very very true. Um, and and I just loved. I just loved hearing like that. My ears pricked up when I when I 
heard that because I just got so yeah. excited. Like, you know, yeah. it was something familiar. Something familiar from. I like familiar. I like familiar too. I, I do. Like, I make it's like a warm blanket. Mm, a warm blanket. And then, and then you see someone else put it around you. Like, no, this feels wrong. Stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> got pot stickers though. He did bring pot stickers. They were piping hot. Apparently. And, and, and I'm glad he encouraged her to eat the whole bag if he wanted to. Because you don't deserve pot stickers. You made her lose her job. Um, <laughs> pot stickers are for winners. You know, to, so he did make her lose her job. But it, it was Lena who put the idea in her mind. It was Lena. Okay. All right. I give you that. Like, it was Lena's I will, idea. I will like, say that. I don't want to make this the crap on Monel show the whole time. Because she right. did first give the idea. It was Monel who was like, push the button, push the button, push the button. Well, I'm not going to say he was push the button, but he did say, go with your gut. Blob it. I'm going to kiss you blob cheek. Blob a little bit. Wait a blob, babe. Think of that toy from like when we were kids. Bop it. Bop it. Blob. Squeeze it. Get fired. <laughs> What what function is that on this toy? What? Um, so yeah, it really wasn't him, but but he did. He he, he was very. But it was kind of him. He, he was very convincing. He was. He as was. any sexy sexy male like him, mm. I guess would be. I wouldn't know, but uh, I don't have the cheek, the jawbone, or the hair. Mm. Uh, as yeah, uh, same or acting ability or the money. All right, I'm gonna go lie down. I'm kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling tired now. Uh, the hell am I doing with my life? Uh, <laughs> well, tell you what you're not doing. You're not flying a, a spaceship across the moon towards Earth and feeling your feeling your yellow sun powers start to kick in. Yeah, what's that about? Who are these mm. awesome people? Harry mm. Hatcher. I, I was. I mean, even knowing even knowing that she was going to be in this episode. Yeah. I was still excited when I saw her. Well, so much happened. Yeah. Like from the point that we saw their names on the opening credits, uh, even though that was after the um, got off rendition of Bruno Mars. <laughs> uh, and I still look, I'm just going to say I would have been OK if he got murdered. I, 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 yeah, I don't care. I don't care that uh, that was terrible. And um, I, I think uh I think they had to make an example out of him from Cadmus. Um, Mail at smallvillepodcast.com. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, but we did all see that where that was going, right? <laughs> we, we, we knew where it was happening. Um, but so much happened by the end of the episode because you you had all this. You had Lena showing up. And again, we knew those names were at the beginning. But when Lena showed up, I was like, oh, Lena's here. Right. Now, now right. we're having fun. And Lena gets thrown off of a balcony. And then we go to this uh, this Luther Corp. You know, I love how every time Lena's involved with something, it's L Corp, like naming and and mm-hmm. and logo wise. But anytime Lillian's using something old, it's always Luther Corp. Luther, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Luther's always right there on it every time because it's something from the old days. Um, also, that little secretary needs to die. Yeah, she's not good. That ain't. That's not good. Some somebody should have vetted her a little bit better than that. You might even call her a mole. Hmm. Hmm. No, she's uh, no Tessmacher. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Whatever happened to Miss Tessmacher? You know, is she heartbroken now that that Monel's with? Uh, I'm sorry, Mike is with Kara. Mike Matthews. Hmm. It just sounds fake. It it really does. He just he sounds like a Russian cell. I mean, just <laughs> right there. Uh, I know. Oh, she 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 she's the she's. 
uh, not the hero that National City deserves, but she's the one <laughs> that needs. Because uh, God bless Eve Tessmacher. I do love. If they're I, not going to use her. Send her over to the Flash. I mean, do do something. Sure, but, yeah. sure. I do love that they that yeah. they threw her in there. That was fun. There's there's more people on Supergirl. I really there's a bigger cast on Supergirl than there is any of these other Belantiverse shows. You're probably right about that. You're in terms. Yeah, you're probably right about that. And and that that does speak to why a lot of our favorite characters are sort of like in rotation. Why Lena's only there every couple episodes. James, like yeah. Yeah, how many yeah. how many people can you put in in one show? Right, like. There's a limit. Not to, especially when you've got like Lillian showing up as much as she is. Right. And I mean, they're giving Cyborg Superman so much screen time. I don't know how they keep getting him back every week. <laughs> um, oh, wait. I felt like such an idiot. Like three episodes. That's <laughs> he keeps coming back. Good for him. He's already on set. Dear. Oh. Right. Um, yeah, I, I'm not begrudging the fact that it does have a huge cast. I feel it sometimes when I feel like Melissa's not getting the screen time she deserves especially and there was one episode it might have been the mixes public episode where i was like compare screen time with monel oh uh, yeah i think he got more yeah that uh, one yeah he, he may it was pretty close it was definitely yeah. close i'm sure was, someone on tumblr has like has a breakdown but like it might be. i don't know yeah, let, let us know yeah. uh but uh he uh, uh anytime i feel like she's not at the forefront i get a little Mm. just unnerved because it is the name of the show and sure we're here because of the s yeah yeah At exactly most people are i mean god knows they've done great strides i mean from demographics to uh, equality the show across the board has just has done great things not only for comic book television but just television tv in, in general. general yeah, yeah. I, I, I and i appreciate that left and right um I'm an ad- advocate for it and and proud yes. what they've done with it. Um, but again, I, I none of that's the reason I started watching. Right. Uh, then again, none of it was there to begin with. That, that, uh, that's I, true. I, they I, all I, came later. But yeah, I but, started because of the House of L symbol. <laughs> same. Uh, yeah. So uh, it, it, all the rest has just been icing on top of the cake. I'm, except except for Monel. Well, yeah. Well, and even I he really may send hate mail to Supergirl TV talk. <laughs> no, I really don't dislike Monel. I I do. I again, I just I I he, he we 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 knew what he was from the beginning. Yeah, I mean he was he was. There. And look, whenever his time on this show up, it'll be a huge sacrifice. I'm sure, and he'll save the day, and all will be forgiven. But for now, he's still alive. That's I I think you're. I think you're exactly right that he will. Yeah, he'll make he'll make some sacrifice. He'll he'll redeem himself. You know, Maybe. my favorite part of Monel being on this show. At some point, we'll have to see the Phantom Zone on this show. That's true, and I want to see what it is, and I hope it's a prism. I I I mean, the way that things are going, it's. I, I think you're right. I mean, the way the way that they've dealt with the mythos so far. Hey. Want Monel banished to the Phantoms? I feel like everything I have to say needs a disclaimer before. And well, after. okay, but but to to I'll I'll back you up there because like in in most comic book storylines involving Monel, he ends up getting you know like lead poisoning, yeah, and having to and having to go to the Phantom Zone to to neutralize it because time yeah, doesn't pass that, there. That's that stops it from right. from killing him. For, c- correct me if I'm wrong because I said this on our show and nobody 
argued me, and I just don't know. Was was Mrs. Pitalek the first time we ever heard anything about lead hurting him? Has there been other references that I missed or just forgot? I don't remember either, just because like I know in the back of my mind that lead's yeah, his weakness we the same way. Know it. And so when you go into it, it's like, well, we expect it because this is who he is. That's his kryptonite. Exactly. Literally is his kryptonite. Yeah. It literally is his kryptonite. I'm not just using it as a metaphor. Right. And, and so when, when Mixie said it, I was like, what? And it was such a one-off comment. There was just a throwaway line of dialogue that I was just like, "What did we know this? Did we, were we supposed to know this? I don't remember." I, there may have been, there may have been some comment about it prior. Maybe when he, coma? I don't know. That's that's what I. Yeah, maybe when he first so, arrived. That's bad on my part, but uh, same it's here. It's so but, important to who he is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like it's like a throwaway line of dialogue about. Uh, Supergirl being vulnerable to kryptonite. I mean, it's it's it is on that level. It yeah. literally is the same thing. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I, I think that that will ultimately be his fate, and there'll probably be some sort of like forbidden love thing where you know they have to be separated. And and who uh, who knows who knows what sort of heartache will will come from that, Derek? It's gonna rip your heart out, kids. Whatever mm. happens. Mm. Mm. Oh God! Prepare. <sighs> Getting ready emotionally. Thunderstorm but, happening around me right now. Ooh, that sounds fun. Not Amazing. at all. The lights are flickering. Ooh, it's good stuff. All right. It's probably God angry with me about <laughs> Monel. My my words about <laughs> Monel. I'm so sorry. The wrath, the wrath of Monel. He's a good character. I don't have anything against him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, it stopped raining. Holy, holy crap! Ooh. <laughs> okay. I didn't blaspheme. <laughs> Frank, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that pretty much that that wraps up that wraps up the, yeah, the actual episode. So <laughs> I think from there. So from there, like we saw we saw the promo for the musical crossover that once again is going to be sort of like you know two seconds of, of it at the end of Supergirl, and then and then we'll go over to the Flash for the actual main event. Which, Said they're going to correct that next season for the four way crossover. That'll be nice. That'll be. I wasn't upset about it this time. People, Which is people, very ballsy because I don't even think Legends has been picked up for season three yet, has it? No, it hasn't. So there you. So yeah, that's just that's just, it's going to be a four way crossover. And if it's if we Legends doesn't get get picked up, we'll just make it another show. It'll cross over with Riverdale. Crossover with Riverdale. That would Archie, Archie might, and Archie and, and Jimmy Olsen switching switching roles. Yeah, I might actually watch that. <laughs> But yeah, I, I so I'm I'm, exci- I'm excited about this. I just hope people don't like the reaction was, I, I think overblown last time where they're like, oh, why didn't the crossover start in Supergirl? Like, I don't. No, know. it was so overblown, and they told us. Going they told in. us. That's the thing that I was like, why are you all so? Why are you I acting you this what, way? They told us off about it was wasting time in the Flash episode with what we already saw in Supergirl. Yeah, I, they I, played the full two minutes out again. I was like, you're wasting precious screen time. This here. is true. This is true, but I guess they figure not everyone watches. I just, you know, I, I get due diligence, but you're you're wasting precious. Yeah, you're wasting money right now. Actually, I guess they were saving money by doing that. But I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> but still, it's already already wasted Supergirl in that crossover anyway. So <laughs> could have used more of her, but uh, it was yeah. still. I was just, I was just like, 
super stoked to have that cro- crossover happen like that it's i was great. i mean it's a it's um when you put it all together it's a you know it's a 160 minute little movie Jeez, yeah it is when you take the commercials out and you know everything else i mean 150 whatever you know it's it's still a little slice of life and uh it was fun it was a whole lot of fun and and i uh i can't wait to see what they do to one-up it next season but honestly I'm a little more excited for this. Yeah. Sober than I am that one. Uh, that's just the musical theater geek in me, though. Same. Uh, but I, uh, I'm still mad they didn't call the episode Flashdance, but they didn't ask well, me to write it, So Yeah, that's okay. I'm just excited because, like, the very first episode of this podcast, like, before there was... Before there was you even... A, we called it in the first episode. We called before, it. Before there was a costume, before there was anything on this show, we were like, wouldn't it be fun if they ever did a Music Meister episode? There you go. I still kind of wish Neil Patrick Harris was playing him. Me too. But I I do appreciate the glee of it all. I wasn't a big glee fan. I watched me either, but I watched like the first season got so by the time that any of these people were on it, Grant or Melissa or anybody, I wasn't watching it anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, uh, I, I appreciate the interconnected i appreciate the synergy yes yes the synergy i hate that word synergy it's the yeah. one of the words in the english language but <laughs> it's uh i i do like that they're doing that and i i love that other people are coming with them to do it you know yeah. I, jesse l martin's gonna be singing and so uh it's gonna be good victor barber I, like i just love that they're bringing in all the musical people from across these shows and just putting them Putting yeah. them together, yeah. It's gonna be so it's gonna be so much fun. I'm I'm so excited for it. I, I am more excited for this than I was for the four way crossover. And and music from the La La Land people and the crazy ex girlfriend people. That's what the I know. Way needs to be is with it, forget legends. Let's just do crazy ex girlfriend. I'd be down with that. It could totally work. It wouldn't be that hard. It might make for an easier writing than than trying to factor in the legends would be i mean Kara does have no underlying issues to address no she doesn't if you like crazy ex-girlfriend you can also listen to the crazy ex-girlfriend podcast that i produce crazy i I don't do plugs like steve does do them do them come on let's do a little we do a little show called crazy ex-boyfriends about the crazy ex-girlfriend show it's fun it is fun you should listen to it have any underlying issues to address well, all right. We'll, we'll we'll revisit that. Tell them about your other podcasts. I I, I can't I can't list them all, but well, um, let me hear them. I do one with Frank's mom that you would re- probably really like. It's a fun one. We weren't gonna talk about that. What? Sorry, <laughs> that wasn't even funny. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> that was just lame. Um, so you mentioned Star Wars House of L uh, that we do for Smallville. There's Star Wars House of L Supergirl. Uh, if you aren't listening to that, uh, we call those uh, Starville Labs and Starville's House of L, uh, Supergirl, the Starville Super Friends. You get it? Because got it. I got That's it. actually the name of the song in duet, Super Friends. Hey, there you go. That Rachel Bloom wrote from Crazy Ex Girlfriend. It's all connected. All connected. Uh, so uh, they're both in the same feed. So you see Flash Girl episodes and Supergirl episodes. It's called Starville Super Friends. Um, each show has its own title, though. It's a little confusing because we didn't really know how we wanted to do it when we were doing it. So we just did it. Um, 
But Starville Labs is for the Flash. Starville Hustle, Supergirl at Starville Shows is the Twitter account if you want to follow that. Uh, I do a Ghostbusters podcast called Raise a Cult Podcast. Uh, you mentioned round three, Crazy Ex-Boyfriends. I think that's it. Starting a new show with one Brian Austin Green in April. Mm-hmm. 90210 is Brian Austin Green. Also Smallville's Brian Austin Green. Also Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. Brian Austin Green. Also 90s R&B artist Brian Austin Green. <laughs> see what else. He had a rap album, Frank. I did. I did. Well, as yeah, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't well, know that. But he did, and we and so we have a podcast uh, with him, myself, and Steve called with Brian Austin Green. That's the name of the podcast with Brian Austin Green. That's amazing. I love everything about that. Every every cont- contractually obligated piece of that is it is the, it is the contractually obligated adventures of three friends on a desert island. Ah, uh, so good. Know what the theme of the podcast is going to be yet? We have That's... three possible options uh, that we have that we have toyed with, and so we're still playing with I which love one it. it's going to be when it launches next month. I love it. I so, love it. Was that good? Was that was that enough yeah. boring? Oh, is that what I'm supposed to do there? That's great. That's awesome. Is this the part where you kick me off the show and never ask me back? No, you'll be back. I'm. I'm I, oh my god, you were so leaner right there. I couldn't tell if you meant it or not. <laughs> Assume good. I mean it. Assume I mean it. Okay. That All way right. you can be let down. Um, to <laughs> swear to me. Swear. Right. <laughs> I don't want to swear to anybody. <laughs> no, no. No, it leave a film. No. Um, <clears throat> Superman is no, Mister Superman. No here. <laughs> you do that really well. No, no. <laughs> you do. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. Well, you can find Supergirl TV Talk at SupergirlTVTalk.com. You can send us emails at SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at TV Supergirl. Uh, and uh, shoot us some iTunes reviews uh, if and when you're so inclined. Four or five stars would be preferable, of course. If Thank you, you so much. Like him, if you don't like Supergirl TV Talk, email him and tell him what you don't like. Yeah. But if you do love it, leave a rating and review. Exactly. Let, me, let, let us know what we can fix. You know, Email us and, and tell us what, how, we can, how we can make the show more to your liking. But if you do like it, let us know with a review. Much, much appreciated. Uh, tell your friends. Tell the world. I think that pretty much wraps it up, Derek. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a blast. Tell the world. Tell the world. See you next time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Laters. Uh, No, but seriously, thanks a lot, man, for for joining. This was this was a whole lot of fun, uh, as as expected. Honored to be asked on the number one Supergirl podcast. All right. Let's not. Let's not. Let's let's not. Number one. All right. Supergirl. This is true. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny it. It is true. Son, own it. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll own it. It's, it's, it's a fact. It is a fact. You're the greatest hero the world's ever known. Mm. Or it's my mild-mannered citizen. Ooh, we'll find out next week. Oh, well, that's big stakes. Mm. <laughs> well, that's, that's how I roll. But anyway, uh, thanks a lot, Derek, again. Much appreciated. Uh, and thank yeah. you all for listening. Thank the Lord for Supergirl TV talk. <laughs> and until next time, up, up, and away. <laughs>